Hey friends, welcome to the Revelation Wellness Podcast. My name is Tracy East and I am one of the team that helps get our podcast into your homes, into your ears, and into your lives each week. Today, Elisa is going to take us through a teaching on six healthy sleep habits that we can all get started on today to get better sleep. I don't know about you, but I could use better sleep. So I am excited to hear what Elisa is going to teach us today. But before we get started, we just want to take a second to remind you that we are three weeks out from launching Platoon 25. Platoon 25 will be our first ever exclusively online instructor training, and we are so excited about the possibilities that that opens up for people who thought that they could never go through training. We've been hearing story after story of people who have said, I've thought about it for years, I've waited for years, I've followed you guys for years, and this is the time for me. So if you have been on the fence and you are wondering, is the time right for me? We encourage you to swipe up, download a packet, and talk to one of our enrollment advisors who will answer your questions. They will pray for you. They will encourage you and get you started if this is the time for you. And one last thing, before we get started with our teaching, we want to make sure that you know that we have an early bird incentive for enrolling in instructor training, and it ends on August 18th. That means you have until August 18th to enroll in Platoon 25 and save $200 off of the cost that's already discounted because it's online. So if that's something that will make a difference to you and be an encouragement for you to take a leap, we say, go ahead and take a leap download a packet, talk to one of our enrollment advisors today, and we cannot wait to see you in Platoon 25. Let's go hear what Elisa is going to teach us about healthy sleep. Well, hey, everybody. I'm a little late. Elisa Keaton, founder of Revelation Wellness. Uh, It's COVID. I got two grown, very grown teenagers at home. So when I tell you I'm going to be here at 1230, just know I'm doing my very best to be here at 12.30 Pacific time, but things come up. So here we go. I want to talk to you today about your sleep. This is, I have kids at home. This is a really, really, truly important subject for us. And just the way we are designed is that our, our life is built on rest. We work from rest. And so how's your rest? How's your sleep doing? As you're coming in, say hello, tell me where you are. Um, I want you to choose between a one and a two. If your sleep, if you would call your sleep great, you sleep great, you wake up feeling refreshed, um, not groggy, not feeling like you had, you know, like you wrestled in your sleep, then I want you to put the number one. If you're coming in and you wrestle, I want you to put the number two. We all know what number two stands for when we have to do things down there right? Is your sleep, does your sleep feel poopy? Let me know. Hey, but before I get going into the teaching, uh, just a reminder, we are like four weeks away from instructor training completely online. Learn this type of message. What I'm teaching here today, (laughs) it is unique. There are not many people, a lot of science, a lot of things you can learn out there about uh, wellness and health. That's all good. But in the end, as C.S. Lewis says, you do not 
have a body. You have, or you are not a body. You are a soul and you have a body. You are a soul. There is this deeper place within all of us that needs to be cultivated so we live a well life from the inside out, from our deepest values of who we are and what we are living for. It's all integrated. It is all connected. We thought we could silo off our life and put our fitness here and our beliefs here and our work here and our money here. You guys, it doesn't work that way. We are made to be integrated, connected, and whole people. So if you're frustrated with weight, with your body, and the world is constantly telling us new messages about what our body's supposed to be, what we should look like, what type of energy level we should have, right? Because we're fascinated with that. We're fascinated by things of wellness. We want to feel well, but guess what? We're not. More than ever, we are stressed out. We have chronic stress. People that feel anxious and worried, it's higher than ever, especially now in this unique time we find ourselves in. So your voice is needed. Your voice is needed. If you are a believer in God and the work of the cross, this matters. So I want to encourage you to find out more. Up above, I put the link because this is our first class that is completely online and at home. We've never done this. This is what COVID has forced us to do. And we're certain that there's going to be blessings in it that we couldn't have seen before without the hand being forced. So do not delay. Here's the deal. Everyone who joins as of this week, if you're paid already and you're enrolled and ready to go, I'm going to start weekly coaching. We call it the pre-train game back in the Facebook page that is just for Platoon 25. So if you've been thinking about training and you're just not getting to paying it because you got time, you can do that. You can keep waiting. But we would like to keep the mad rush from happening at the end. So I'm incentivizing you that I am going to give you my best prep pre-train game to get you ready for the training season that is the nine weeks online with the four-day virtual retreat that will accumulate your uh, becoming a wellness professional in Christ. This is a message the world needs to hear, and there is no time like the present to actually do this. Hey, would you guys do me a favor? I think once again, hi, Mary Beth. I think Facebook is failing me on my app. I even updated my app, and I can't see anything. Could you write comments, say something? Uh, again, a one if you have a great sleeper, two if you're a poop sleeper, or just put a poopy emoji. <laughs> oh, I think I can't see your guys' comments. Okay, I will come back and read whatever you write, so go ahead, please engage. Um, we also have some other uh, uh, people here at Revelation Wellness that are happy to answer any questions. All right, so you now know we get some pre-game pre-train game going on starting on Friday. I will do those every Friday, uh, those teachings just for those people who are ready and enrolled and ready to go. Okay, so I asked you, how's your sleep? Ones are great. I, I wish I could see this. I want to. I I have been known to be a one. I can sleep like nobody's business. I can sleep anywhere, anytime. I can sleep. I can sleep, but that night stretch, I guess you call that napping, but that night stretch, that deep sleep that we go into, and there's phases and cycles of our sleep that we're, we should go through. I think it's like four or five phases and hitting into that REM sleep, that deep sleep, that dream sleep, that theta waves, 
we have waves in our brain, alpha, beta, gamma, delta, theta, alpha, beta, gamma, delta, theta. Alpha is like what you're doing. Oh, when you're thinking and focus really hard at work, you're problem solving, alpha, beta, gamma, watching TV, hanging out, not taking much in. Gamma, delta, close your eyes. You move, you're just closing your eyes, which is why meditation is so important. You move into delta. But theta waves, theta is where you're not doing anything. Your body is in its deepest place of recovery. Now, if you struggle with getting there, I get you. Because I, I honestly could sleep great. What happened is recently, let me share this real-time real struggle, we moved into a new house uh, in the winter time. New house, and this house has a lot of windows. I basically, I'm the gal who I, I would live in the glass house. I love light, I love natural light. I love to be able to see. I don't like low ceilings and confined places. So this house has high ceilings and big windows. Loved it, moved in in the winter time in Arizona, which means the weather's great, it's fantastic. And our master bedroom has these very big, almost floor to ceiling windows that didn't bother me because in the winter time here in Arizona, uh, the sun comes up about 6.30, 7 o'clock. I'm always up at about five every day, five, 5.15. I just, that's my rhythm. We'll talk about that in a bit. So when the summer started to swing around and um, the light was coming up earlier and earlier, could feel myself like waking a little more groggy, feeling a little more like just frustrated with the sun waking me up. And these are big windows. It's not like we could just run out and get some blinds. So we have been in the process of ordering blinds and it's been a nightmare. I swear to you, it feels like Satan himself is trying to keep me from sleep because we've had more issues with the blinds being wrong, the wrong measurement, the wrong style. We have had to wait longer than most people should wait on the average for an order of blinds. So the summer drags on, I'm not sleeping well, and I just start to get really passionate about we gotta solve this problem. So I'm not gonna go into what I have done personally, but a dark space is one of the six things that's important to sleep. So I'm working on that. If you follow me on Instagram, you can go see my, see my sleep invention. Hey, by the way, share this, share this, share this. This is good information because right now, if you were to ask, one out of every two people, if you were to ask them, how's your sleep, one of them's gonna say poor. It's about a 48% ratio right now. 48% of Americans have poor sleep. So let's talk about why is sleep so important. So let, before I tell you the what, let me give you the why. You gotta have a why do I care? Well, one, you probably feel exhausted and tired, so that matters. But why are you feeling exhausted and tired? What is going on? Well, without sleep, when we don't move into that deep theta wave, those deep plays, without sleep, our body doesn't have the ability to maintain the neural pathways that we create during the day. So when you are active alpha, beta, gamma waves, you're creating those new neurons when you're doing Revelation Wellness Web Fit classes and your hippocampus is firing off, you're getting all these new thoughts and you're feeling good and you're, you're up in your reasoning brain, your cool brain. These good things are happening there. When we sleep, it's like um, the street sweepers 
come through our brain and remove the toxins from the day. And you go, my brain can be toxins? Yeah, it's like gas, methanols, and things that you're exposed to all day long, radiation, just think chemicals, things we don't even know that get into our bodies, change us, affect us. And those uh, street cleaners need to come in and clean out those pathways and continue to strengthen them. So without that deep sleep, we will lack that. That's why you wake up and feel this ugh, grogginess and kind of a residue. Without sleep, we can't maintain those pathways that help you create new memories. So it'll be harder for you. That's why it's harder to focus and think at work. It's harder to not move into a panic. Like You, you have a harder time with um, having patience in space because those neurons are weakening due to the, the breakdown um, of not being able to clean those streets. So every night when we get into that deep place, I love street cleaners, you guys. And when do street cleaners usually come on the roads? At night. Makes sense. <laughs> They're not going to back up traffic. If the streets are quiet, let's get in there and move away all the debris. We have that same thing going on that only happens during sleep. Research says that chronic lack of sleep will increase health issues like high blood pressure, cardiovascular disease, diabetes, depression, and obesity. Those are big ones. Those are some of the big killers here in America. So sleep. Uh, it should be a question that all physicians should ask us. How's your sleep? How's your sleep? Uh, because once again, we work from rest. In the Garden of Eden, we were created on the sixth day, we were fully created. created. Creation was at its fullest. And then what happened on the seventh day? Rest. It wasn't hurry up and get to work. It was rest. You've been created. Now rest and get ready for that cycle to begin again of work, of building, of creating, of partnering with God. So everything starts from rest. We don't work to earn rest. We work because we're rested. Bible talks a lot about those who do not have the faith don't enter his rest. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. So the amount of faith I have will also equate to the amount of rest I have in my soul. But, yes, that is all true. But there are these, we live in a physical world with some physical elements that we are now competing with that we can actually partner and do, make better choices to create an environment of rest. We'll talk about that in a second. When you rest, your hypothalamus, when you sleep at night, your hypothalamus, which I love the hypothalamus, let me see if I can find it here. Here's my brain, it's brain nerd. The hypothalamus, it's down deep in here again in that mid or the limbic brain area. Hypothalamus helps you kind of put memories and reactions together. Like it helps you draw upon when you feel fight, flight, or freeze to go, what will we do now? The hypothalamus makes that decision. So when you're sleeping is when the hypothalamus is the most, it's like the um, security guard of what's going on when we get good sleep. Uh, we also have the brainstem. Brainstem is being activated in our sleep. Then the thalamus kicks in during REM. Uh, we have the pineal gland. The pineal gland has everything to do with uh, hormones. That's why women who are premenopausal pre or postmenopausal, that pineal gland is uh, having a little bit of a, 
hard time because of the hormones that are lacking too much, too little. So the pineal gland will wrestle some. And then finally, while we sleep, the amygdala is also very active in a good way, in a good way, depending on what your dream state is. Okay. So there's, there's how we know when you sleep, it's not like brains off. Like, no, the brain is actually wanting to do that hypothalamus, the brainstem, the thalamus, uh, the amygdala. They all want to take their post and do that so that in the morning you'll wake up and feel rested. Okay. So if you are not sleeping well, what can you do? I have an infographic that's over on my Facebook or on my Instagram page, but I'm just going to list them out right now. The first thing, are you taking notes? And are you sharing this? Share this. First thing. Take notes, or if not, see yourself writing it down <laughs> as if you're writing it down. First thing is you need a sleep routine. You need a routine. Once upon a time, we didn't have all these distractions. We didn't have all these things to keep us going around the clock and that where we could just be engaged, 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 and then go like, I'm exhausted, I have to go to bed. There needs to be a wind down. A wind down. Once upon a time, we slept without electricity. And as the sun starts to go down, it, it tells your body, which is, I believe it's the hypothalamus or the, uh, I can't remember, it's a part of the brain that then releases melatonin and starts to say it's time for bed soon. There's actually a study done where people that had struggled with sleep disorders, they take them out into the woods. And for five days, by day five, there's, they get the, their back, their sleep is like unreal because no devices, no Netflix, uh, hopefully no arguments, things that can kind of happen. That's why don't take emails at night. Don't do things that would hyper you up and get you moving in another uh, brain space, which then you're, you're just, your body's saying, that's not what I naturally want to do. I naturally want to move into a soft space. I believe uh, my friend Tracy's here. How many people have noticed that in this COVID, you've lost some rhythms? You've just lost some space that you had a nice, because you went away to work and you left these people that are always here now, which is a blessing. So grateful. Yay, family. We've lost some rhythms of thresholds, um, like crossing into new places. This is when I go to the grocery store. This is when I go to lunch. We're just always in one space. So we're kind of filling it with a lot of stuff. So what is your sleep routine? Um, for me, I set an alarm on my clock, on my clock. Who has a clock? On my phone. 8.45 every night. 8.45 every night, you will hear the song by Hillsong. I think it's New Wine. And my kids, it starts with the bong, bong, bong. If you listen to the song, New Wine. And that's my, it's a nice gentle charm telling me it's time to get ready for bed. Uh, and I will start to move towards uh, going over, taking any vitamins or supplements for the night, setting up for the next morning, my journal, whatever it is. Go brush my teeth do a little bit of a stretch in front of my bed, just anything, a little back stretch, roll on my foam roller, and get into bed. The other thing that I didn't talk about is this right here. Um, these are reading glasses, but they are also blue light blockers. Now, the jury is still out on that, and that's another thing we'll come back and talk about, but at about 4 p.m., 5 p.m., I put these on. And anyways, around 4 or 5, I'm reading. I start to read a little bit more. 
or watch TV. Uh, and I try to like get my eyes a little bit protected. You got to try it, try it and see if it works for you. But I know I'm starting to shift towards that routine. It's really, really uh, important. It helps you to unwind. The thing you don't want to do is like one of the not healthy sleep routines is to watch TV in bed. I know, I know. Hey, listen, if you sleep great and watch TV in bed, great, cool. But if you're someone who put the number two up and you watch TV in bed and it's the thing that puts you to sleep, you will not get that restorative street cleaner sleep that helps you increase those neural pathways and strengthen them so that you have you can do new things and think new things and say new things and come up with good ideas. Uh, you won't get that type of sleep. So that's why there's um, some research out there, people that write books that say sleep, your bedroom is for the two S's, sleep and sex, <laughs> if you're married. Sleep and sex. Like that's just make the bed the bed's place. Um, reading, which is best to do on a real book and not on technology. I am guilty. I love my books and all my books are on my little iPad. I love them. I love them. I love them. I don't have the actual book book in my hand. I just, I love, so I do turn to that screen um, where it changes, goes to lower the blue light and I keep those blue light glasses on, but I love to read with part of my sleep routine. Okay, so have a sleep routine. Maybe you could share yours. Share it in the post right now. Tell us if there's something, you know, people might say I brush my teeth. Hmm. Is there anything else? Do you have literally these patterns and habits that you have put in place? They're beautiful. They're rhythms. They're rhythms. They're comforting. They tell your brain we're winding down now. Okay, number two, <laughs> my, my big one right now, dark room. When you have a dark room, you are telling your internal clock that it is nighttime. When you have a dark room, you're saying it's night. If you don't have a dark room, your internal clock, which is just part of who you are because you were created to rise to the sun and go down at night um, to get that rest, God just kind of put it in us because you are a soul with a body. And if we have any crack of light, there's been studies that say even a sliver of light can interrupt a deep REM sleep pattern. So you might get some sleep, and I do know this to be true because even if I would fall into it, because what happens when you move into REM and then come back out into lighter sleep, you transition, you might turn over, you might open your eyes a little bit, you kind of take in a little bit of information and then move back into another cycle. If you've got light, even the moon, if the moon, that's what's happening in my bedroom, these big windows, it's dark outside, but the moon is bright. It's still bright and it's impeding on this, this, my body's clock that's trying to say it's time to sleep. So dark room. You can do your blackout shades, which is what we are waiting to come. I will be doing the happy dance when they get here. Um, or some, if you just put up, if you, even if you gotta go ghetto style and put some sheets up over your window, something. You guys, we, we have to get rugged need be because this is all a mental health issue. Sleep is so connected to mental health issues um, and the ability for the brain to re renew itself, neurogenesis and neuroplasticity. Um, okay, so we got this, have a routine, dark room. Third thing, no blue light, which is what I was saying. Basically, at least 30 minutes before bed, 
You want to turn off the iPad, turn off the phone. I always challenge you guys, don't sleep with your phone right next to you. I know everyone says, well, that's my alarm clock. Get an alarm clock. Even the just, you can be sleeping. And even, you know, how when a message comes through and it lights up or something, does anyone, it will, you're so trained for it. It's an ingrained habit in your brain that you see that thing light up and you're connected to it. This is some quantum physics stuff happening as well because we're all just energy engaging with other forms of energy and we're tied to our phones. We are energetically tied to our phones. Can I get an amen? Not, not a great thing to say, but we, you know how I know you're energetically tied to your phone? What happens when you lose it? You're like panicked. It will pull on you, it will, it's immediate. You are, that thing is on your mind, in your hand, emitting light that interferes with your ability to move into those delta theta waves. So at least 30 minutes, turn it off. And again, I'm, I'm being honest with you, I move in, I put my iPad on that night setting, it goes there I think right about six o'clock or seven o'clock. I keep my blue light glasses on, I do my best because I do love to read. So. We'll see if I get these blinds and everything, and I'm actually, I know I'm, I'm gonna be fine because that sleep in the dark thing, if you saw my Instagram, I had a little sleep invention. I've been using it and I am sleeping great. I look terrible. My husband took pictures of me the first night with my mask crazy shield thing on. He, I look like I'd had eye surgery. And he just, he woke in the morning and showed me the pictures of myself. He goes, fetching, <laughs> fetching. My wife is so fetching. I don't care. Listen, you want your wife to be fetching or do you want your wife to not be Medusa? You choose. Which one? <laughs> so now that I have the darkness, I'm, I'm sleeping like I haven't. It's been the sleep of life. I wake I'm excited to go to sleep. I stay asleep. Um, last night I had a bad dream, but I also had some hard relationship before I went to bed and that can interrupt when anything interrupts that nice flow of routine. Okay. So we want to keep our phone away, blue light glasses on if possible. Um, your blue light, this blue light, uh, suppresses and depresses melatonin, which that's what, why you're like, I can't sleep. Fourth, no noise. No noise. Now you say, what about white noise, Elisa? Yes, I'll give you the white noise. It juries out. Some people say white noise is the way to go. And some people are like, no, it's really personal. But the sound of sirens. Oh, it's so crazy. They've done studies of kids who live in inner city and kids who live in um, you know, country suburbia. They and how their ability to learn and the effects of the, that, that noise, the noise of a city all the time, you just get used to it. But again, it's still getting into us and we're not getting that deeper sleep that we were made for. But you learn because the body always adjusts. The body always tries to work for us. So they do get sleep, but not the same amount of sleep. So do whatever you have to do. Earplugs. I love earplugs now. I used to never sleep with earplugs, but I, I started... Um, because we had some like sounds that were happening outside. Again, I was just fighting for my sleep. And here's a little side note for earplugs. I'm giving you all the goods today. When it comes to earplugs, you know, the best kind are those little foam ones that you roll up and then 
put them in your ear and let them expand, okay? Um, those are still the best ones for sleep. They're comfortable and they really do get after the noise. But here's a, here's a little hack for you. I put in those things and it'll like stick out really far. And so when I, and I'm a side sleeper, side sleepers, where are my side sleepers at? Give me a one side sleepers. Um, and when I sleep on my side, that it would like hurt. It would push because there was so much foam kind of sticking out. So I ordered some new ones that are just kind of, they're basically cylinders. They just look like little stubby cylinders, but they were still kind of stuck out. So I just took some scissors and I cut them down. I cut them down so that they fit in, what's this called? I, I want to say it's not concha. It's, I can't remember what part of this, this ear is called. C-O-N, you guys can share. C-O-N, coca, coca, ah, whatever. You want it to stick in there so that when you're on your side, it's not like pushing up on your head and, and irritating you. I started doing that. Lights out, world. Don't. Again, what I'm finding is I'm staying slept through the night. I'm sleeping through. I'm not rising and falling with my sleep cycles. I just, I'll wake up and I'll, my eyes are blackened out. My ears are still quiet and I'll just quickly go right back to sleep. But if I wake up, open my eyes, can see the moon, can hear whatever, I'll, even just hearing from me the fan, I will stay awake. All right, so that's number four, no noise. Five, temperature. 70 degrees is the recommended temperature for good sleep, 70 degrees. So I had a woman over on Instagram tell me, there's no way I can afford 70 degrees. It would be too hot here in Atlanta where, you know, the air conditioning is fighting. And I get it. Here in Arizona, and we have high ceilings. Our AC bill was insane in July. Um, but we plan for it. We plan for it with our yearly budgeting so that we can be okay. But uh, with that, if it's just, you're in just that place where you can't get it cooler, um, they do have cool sheets. I haven't tried them. People talked about them. A thing you can put on your mattress to cool it. So you can look into some of those things. Do some research to your Amazon reviews and see if they actually they work. But we didn't need to do that. I just got a couple of fans, really quiet little fans that just kind of circulate the air and keep the temperature kind of right there in the pocket for us. So if it's too hot or too cold, it will interrupt your sleep. Okay, and number six, this is the last one. And this one, um, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm going to mm, enlarge upon. But first, it is to read something soothing. Take in some information that is encouraging, that is soothing. It's not, you're not going to bed after you just watch Lethal Weapon or we watched Signs the other day with our kids. I had never seen that movie, and I'm not into, like, sci-fi kind of stuff. So don't take stuff in like that. That Your brain, there's something called primacy and recency. Your brain attaches, like, Velcro to primacy and recency. Primacy means whatever you first learned, whatever you first heard, it holds on to that. It's kind of like I've been talking here probably for close to a half hour. You were probably listening right at the end, and I know you're starting to get tired now, and you're, you're kind of listening but not really listening. 
people always remember something first, primacy, and last, recency. So whatever you want to be thinking about in your sleep or dreaming about, put your eyes on that. Read that. Take it in. Breathe. Meditate. Do a mantra. Whatever it is. And for us here, scripture. Scripture. Just open up, right? Because I like to read from my iPad on night setting. Before I go to bed, I just look at a piece of scripture. I find something that is like holds me and grabs my attention. And really, I'm turning my gaze towards God because in my sleep is where he wants to meet. In my sleep, he wants to give dreams and visions um, and bring those street cleaners in and do the work of repair and restore. Uh, so I want to just put my mind on that. And while you sleep, your brain consolidates. There's been uh, studies done where people, you know, they're studying or cramming for a test. If they read that information right before they go to bed, even if it seems abstract, that their brain will consolidate it a little bit more um, just because that's what the brain does. The brain just takes that recent thing and goes, well, let's do something with that. Uh, so primacy and recency and consolidation is happening. So why not grab onto something good? Psalm 127.2 says, it is in vain that you rise up early and go late to rest, eating the bread of anxious toil. For God gives his beloved sleep. God gives his beloved sleep. But we have to look at that and say, am I in vain rising up early, toiling and working, and going to bed late because I feel like I've either got to keep working or I crash so hard into numbing out that I don't have that transition time. I don't set an atmosphere of this is now my rest time, not my completely let go of myself and lose myself into pleasure time. Amen? You guys, you've got to guard your heart. Prepare your minds for action. Prepare your minds for action and ready your hearts. Like your heart is deceitful, totally can be, but it's also a place where God goes, I see what's in there. Give me those desires and I will give you a new heart. He takes out that heart of stone. But if our minds are so clustered and filled and not getting the rest we need, there's just no way we can make good decisions. Read 1 Kings 19 when Elijah is being convinced that everyone's going to kill him. He had just slain prophets, but now Jezebel's coming after him, and he is a tired prophet. And what does God do? He tells him, rest. He lets him sleep. He feeds him. He's like, you are burned out. Sleep is essential to living a life in the kingdom, free, healthy, and whole. Honestly, I feel like I'm, I'm here to kind of do a little bait and switch with you. I love the fitness. We love, we want you to go for a walk. We want you to do all those things. Yes, 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 and yes. But if that is not built on rest, you're building on wood, hay, and straw, and the foundation will fall out. So I'd encourage you, if you struggle with weight loss, weight gain, your hormones, menopause, um, infertility, whatever it might be, immunity, like your immune system, autoimmunity, whatever it is, check into your sleep. Now, this is not um, exhaustive. There are other things. Hormones can be checked into, blood work, um, who knows? But these are the things, do you see, they're all things that you can put your hands on and do. I always say, let, show me, God, the things that I can do. And I'm responsible for that. 
And the word responsible, it means to be able to respond. I have responsibility to respond. I have ability to do something. That's the responsibility. It's not a shame to have, oh, responsibility is not a heavy thing. It's actually the gift to go, you can take ownership in this, authority in this, and then partner and make those little choices to be wise that he wants to give his beloved sleep. He wants to give you sleep. That's what he wants. So even at night, if you toss and turn, repeat that. He gives his beloved sleep. He gives his beloved sleep. And I'm not saying every night will be perfect. Last night I had crazy dreams, but again, they felt pretty, I don't like to focus on spiritual warfare, but I had them last night. I had a lot of stuff, crazy things that were going on, and my mind was thinking primacy, recency. It just was one of those nights. Tonight will be a better night. I will go through it again. You stay faithful. You keep doing the right thing and see if the tides can turn. All right, before you guys go, I'd love to pray. I want to pray for sleep. I want to pray for sleep. I want to ask the Lord that if there's anything, maybe you're doing all those things, you know, you're aware of it. And again, don't feel like I'm not here to burden you and say, you got to do this, this, and this. But just, is there one thing on there? Is there one thing that you can start with? One thing to move towards the right direction? Then do that. Just do that. Uh, but there are also, we know that this rest thing is a faith thing. And you have an enemy who hates the thought that you get to rest because he is anxious. He is running about, running, running games and schemes of his principalities of darkness that tries to keep us anxious. This is why Jesus says, don't worry, don't be afraid, do not fear. Trust God. And that faith comes and we can get sleep. So we want to pray for those that are just battling some stuff that feels like your faith is getting, you know, shipwrecked. Because if your faith is being shipwrecked, I don't care how many candles you light, what temperature you set the room at, or what blinds you find, uh, that is a root place that you got to go find authority and believe and remember who God is and who he said you are. Stand on that truth. Then light some candles, set the table, turn the air conditioning down, brush your teeth. Stretch a little, whatever it is. Listen to some music. Read some scripture before you go to bed. This is living a life of meditation. You are meant to meditatively live and all your actions, your thinking, your doing, and your choosing is lined up with honoring and pleasing God's heart. He's, and he's worth that. He, it's amazing because as you give yourself to good, better, and best, he gives you good, better, and best. And you don't do it to get good, better, and best. You do it because you know it's good, better, and best. And then it's this reciprocation over and over. And you cannot outgive the goodness of God. Let's pray. Everyone take a deep breath. Inhale. Exhale. Thank you, God, for knowledge that helps us take back authority in the bedroom for our sleep and for rest when you first made us in the garden Lord you breathed life into us we were not upright until you breathed on us we did not animate until you breathed on us so God right now I'm grateful because I know there's at least 50 plus more and those who are watching on replay God that we are in agreement that it is your desire to give your people rest and 
not just in theory, but in practicality. That we would have the ability to sleep so that our minds would be prepared for action. Rise in the morning to be your kind of children who are kind and courageous. Risk takers. Life speakers. And you know, God, that we need the energy for that. You know it. You designed it so that we would be dependent here on earth for rest. Your word tells us that you give your beloved sleep, but those who refuse to be anxious about it. So God, we um, right now lay down anything where we have been toiling and rising early and working and numbing out right now. If that's you, just say in Jesus' name. Yeah, we break that spirit off of us, God, and that belief system that somewhere is a corroded line, it's a corroded neural pathway that said that we can't trust you, that we have to keep going, or it's too scary to slow down and feel what we're feeling. God, we break up with that right now in Jesus' name. We thank you that you are inviting us to a deeper place of rest, unlike any season we've had before. God, you shut down the world in so many ways in this season so that we could have rest. There could be a reset for the global church, your people. Help us, Lord, to know what you're saying and doing and partner with that. So insomnia cease in Jesus' name. Sleep disorders of all kinds Cease in Jesus' name. Right now in brains, God, ask that you would increase neurogenesis and the hypothalamus or let the hippocampus push into the hypothalamus and give it a preparation for tonight's sleep. That all parts of the brain tonight will work calmly and efficiently as we turn our gaze to you. Deep sleep, restorative sleep, the kind that prepares us to do your will the next day, not ours but yours. Let your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven through us. In Jesus' name, amen.